Um, this will probably get cut out. One can only hope. Uh, yeah, so I guess the issue is we don't know who's hosting. Yeah, that's the main issue. Jim Davis is my name. Well, in that case, you're listening to Being Jim Davis, the podcast that hasn't yet been named to a cabinet-level position in the U.S. government, but apparently anything is on the table now. Maybe we'll maybe we'll get AG. I've I, I, right. I, I have I have high hopes high hopes for this. I would like to perjury be, charge. I would like to be the Secretary of Commerce. What uh, does that is, guy do? I don't think that's even a. I don't think that, that job has any responsibilities. Isn't that Wilbur Ross? I feel like he resigned because of corruption. I could be wrong. <laughs> It's honestly hard to keep track of how many have resigned because of corruption. No, he's he's still he's still the Secretary of Commerce. Is he still the <laughs> has he not resigned because of corruption yet? Well, I'll tell you, tell you something even even more uh unbelievable. He's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't have guy to was, resign just because you're dead. Guy the guy was born in the 30s. <laughs> Hey, hey, hello. I'm from the 30s. I'm in, I'm, I'm in charge of something called commerce in the U.S. government. John, in fairness. Seems like a great idea. In fairness to Wilbur Ross, Secretary of Commerce sounds like a cabinet-level position that existed in the 30s, but not today. It was probably like, created in the 30s. Yeah, that sounds like a thing that was folded into the Department of the Treasury or whatever sometime in the 50s. Hmm. It's like, like, do we still have a Secretary of Mines and Metallurgy? Okay, it looks like it was created in oh, 1913. Okay. I feel uh, like Secretary of Mines and Metallurgy was a hilarious gag. But it okay. was hilarious, but I was reading instead of listening. <laughs> which is usually what I'm doing. Until 1913, Chris, there was one uh -huh. position called Secretary of Commerce and Labor. Right. Uniting the uh, 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 Commerce Department with the uh, Department of Labor. Uh-huh. I don't know. Look, that's the second paragraph of the Wikipedia page. I'm not yeah, really no, no, look, I agree super with you. into the idea of reading any further into this article. No. It's well known, John, that Wilbur Ross got his start as the secretary of <laughs> midwifery and horse calving. Horseshoeing. Midwifery and horseshoeing. Midwifery is a really funny word. <laughs> it's a fun one. It's a, I couldn't follow up it. I yeah. couldn't there was nothing to follow up midwifery with. <laughs> Like, but I like, feel like, like they wouldn't have a full department of midwifery just on its own. It would like, be something else. It midwifery sounds like you're like I don't know playing darts or something. Or no, what is it when you? What do you whiff in? T-ball. Uh, yeah, I think probably you whiff in T-ball. Sounds, sounds like you're playing T-ball and you keep missing, but you know just by an average amount. Mm. It's midwifery. Midwifery. No, I get My name it. is John Gibson, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is Christopher Winter, and I'm Jim Davis. Christopher, on this August Monday, February 23rd, 1981, we're going to read a, it's Garfield. It's a very August February day. <laughs> glad, that you, <laughs> glad that you noted 
just how august this February is. This this February is the augustus fucking <laughs> month ever. Never has there been a more august month than this February. Oh, this bit definitely has legs. Let's keep doing this joke for five to ten minutes. I'm surprised that we haven't done this before. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe we have. And today, uh, the Garfield that we will be reading yeah. is big old number 981. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited for this, Chris. And you know why I'm excited? No. It's because I haven't yet read the Garfield. Fair enough. What do you think? What What do you think is going to happen in this one? I mean, I feel like it's a, it's 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 a closed book at this point. Like anything could happen. Mm-hmm. Open isn't book? that an open book? I feel like. Well, no, no, no. The way you said it makes sense. If the book is closed, you've <laughs> you got no idea what happens it. in. Yeah. The, yeah, yeah. If it's open, you can you can speculate more easily. What is the What is the common aphorism that I'm thinking of? A, a, an opaque snow globe. Um. Yeah, a blackened snow globe. <laughs> That's what you. The, it's like it's like an etch a sketch that's all shook up. Yeah, yeah. Um, Mitt Romney. Oh right, right. Yeah, binders full of women. <laughs> um, <laughs> Remember when that was a scandal? Huh. Oh, those were the days. So, John, in answer to the question that you didn't quite ask, but at least gestured towards, <laughs> in today's Garfield, Garfield says an uncharacteristic thing then undercuts our surprise with a humorous something something i don't know look are we still doing this are we still summarizing the garfield before we talk about the garfield whatever it's fine chris the answer to those two questions that were embedded in that synopsis (laughs) are, are yes and definitely in the first panel garfield wakes up he's in his bed he's tired Mm-hmm. He's got a little what? The, what? Yeah. Is okay. The, I'm okay. glad. I'm glad you brought this right. up. We're right. looking we're, at the we're same. We're gonna come back to that. We're gonna come back to that. Okay. Okay. There's, okay. Okay. An... Wait. 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 There's... Listener. No. Wait. We'll come wait. Back wait. To no. It. No. John. John. Just I'm wait. Gonna just, I'm gonna tease it. First. No. John. John. I'm gonna tease it. Listener. It's there's already. A, bit... There's okay. a weird thing about this panel. We'll come back to it. Nice. <laughs> no, it's, it it's, keeps them on the edge of their seat. It's very important that you did that. It was not clear enough yet. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Oh, listener, it might be enigmatic. It might be highly enigmatic. There is an alarm clock on the huh. surface next to him. Yeah. It is, it kind of looks like it's shining. Has It has these, these like straight lines coming out of the top of it. It does. Um, obviously meant to be uh, sound waves, but they are not wave shaped. Yeah, that's not how so- sound waves aren't longitudinal anyway. Uh, sound waves are squiggly. They're, well, they're, the, they're transverse waves, aren't they? They're transgressive. What kind of waves are sound? Transverse seems like the wrong. They're okay, waves, you keep, they're... no, no, you keep, you keep, you keep. Yeah, you keep pro- going on. Chris, they, they propagate. Uh-huh. Well, no, that's true. That's true. The alarm it, clock. They're not transverse. They're the opposite of transverse okay. waves. No, you okay. go on. What is the opposite of transverse? I don't know. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm Googling what's the other Longi- kind of Longitudinal. Wave. Longitudinal. I, I, I know that. I know that from Google autocomplete. If you type in transverse versus... 
which is that's about it's about the extent of the research that I'm interested in doing on this yeah. topic. In fairness, I only had to Google what's the other kind of wave, and longitudinal came right up. <laughs> there's, there's more 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 characters there to type. Uh, you know. Yeah, also, enough. transverse verses is pretty pretty fun. That's fun. That's fun. Um, there is a bring onomatopoeia, which is uh-huh. okay. Here's another thing. All right, it's in bold, by the way. Um, right, and it's, it's curvy. Just the, it's the word bring. It's not. It's not like the bring onomatopoeia should be b r n n g g or whatever. Right, bring. I this one has a, an i in it. It's I'm not, just. It's the word bring. I'm not going to object to the spelling of this word. Yeah, it may be non-standard. That's true, but you know, I. I don't know. I, I don't have this model of alarm clock in my home. I, I wasn't even alive in the seventies. You were, so maybe you know a little bit more. Um, yeah, I don't know what yeah. it, I don't know what it would be plausible for it to sound. Fair like. enough. No, it's fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Um, there are four ends, so uh-huh. you know the ends are getting some representation. You got a, you got a G. You got you got a B and an R, and you already mentioned the I, of course. Yeah. Um what I wanted to highlight was the uh the weird kind of uh dual purpose that one of those or I think I guess one of those sound not waves is playing cuz it kind of looks like <laughs> there's sound lines. The sound lines. The leftmost one kind of looks like a traditional like you know pointing to the object that the onomatopoeia is coming out of. Yes. Line it looks like perhaps the two sound lines on the left are making the mm-hmm. sound bring, and then the four other ones aren't making any noise whatsoever. Yeah, that's what's happening. Yeah. But none of this is what's weird about this one. <laughs> no, no. We have yet to discuss the enigmatic thing in this picture. What is that thing, John? Yeah, let's, let's discuss it now. Okay. I what's don't the deal, even... What's the deal with that thing? I don't know how to begin to describe it. <laughs> Listeners, it's a thing. It's not large. It's small. It's, it's, a, it's a minor thing. Just yeah. A, a yeah. Tiny, yeah. But tiny from the thing. tiniest, the tiniest enigmatic seeds, John, you know, the tiniest enigmatic acorn mm. grows, grows a mysterious and inexplicable oak that confuses me in this panel. Do you, do you think this is an acorn? No. I mean, if I had to guess... I feel like, um, are you familiar with Jeff Vandermeer's uh, Southern Reach trilogy? I think it's also sometimes referred to the as the Area X trilogy. Uh, by familiar, do you mean, do am I aware that it is a series of novels by Jeff yeah. Vandermeer first published in 2014? Yeah, oh, that's Annihilation. Is that, is that what the movie's based on? The movie is based on it. I didn't particularly care for the movie, but whatever. Even I, though it was, like, kind of great? Even it though was it was fine. great? It was, it was fine. Why wouldn't you care for something that was pretty great? It was fine. Look, what I'm saying is, this, to me, is reminiscent of that weird thing from a different dimension or whatever that somehow got stuck in the lighthouse keeper's, I don't remember, hand, and then it made the world end, sort of. That's what that's, this thing looks like to me. <laughs> made the world end, sort of. It's, it's a confusing series of interlocking novels, John. Okay, can we at least agree 
Uh-huh. Jen- Jennifer Jason Lee, pretty fucking great. She was very good in that movie. Yeah. And in and in life generally. Yeah. You know, it was a good it was a good movie. It was quite different from the book and I guess I just didn't know how to, you know, I was responding to it wrong cuz I was I was expecting something mm. different from what it was, but you what thought, it was was pretty good. You thought you were you thought you were reading the book? I uh, yeah, and I was like what are all these pictures doing here? Why is the why, book making noise? Why is it talking to me? How did this book even get into Amazon Prime? Mm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it, it, there's a little, uh, I guess, acorn-sized uh, yellow circle. I feel like it's smaller than acorn size, but yeah, it looks like okay. Like there's a little, there's a little seed thing, and then mm-hmm. a bunch of little lines coming off of it in a circle. It looks like a tiny sun, almost a tiny sun. It's a except, tiny sun, except there's a line connecting the sun to Gar- the side of Garfield's head, or maybe yeah. it's like a flower, like a sunflower growing out of Garfield's head. It, it looks to me like a cartoon, and this is all a cartoon, but you know, it, it well, yeah, looks like... None of this is... Re- Listeners, we, <laughs> this we is cannot not, stress not, enough. None of this life. actually happened. Who's listening to this thinking we're describing real life? You know, probably a lot of people. Yeah. There's no, there's no, um, you know, there's no disclaimer at the front end of every well, episode, is Most there? of our listeners are institutionalized. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. No, there's, pro- there's probably some of them are confused. Um, yeah, it's a little yellow circle thing. It, it's like a flea jumping off of Garfield's face. Yeah. It's kind of like my immediate kind of sensation. But the flea is glowing. The flea is entirely oh, yeah. s- spherical. It's and glowing. glowing. As, it's glowing. L- as like all new fuck. money. Um, the only thing that's glowing harder is probably the alarm clock. <laughs> it's true it's like okay it's the, like the intensity with which yeah. it's glowing yeah how many Ooh. lumens um i'd say six at least oh at least six could easily be 6.5 um it's like the it, it's as if this is a standard part Jim Davis is acting as if this little, whatever it is, this little uh, uh, quoi. sun tree emerging from Garfield's head is just a standard part of the cartoonist's language that everyone knows about that, like, indicates a character is waking up. Yeah. But it's not, I don't think. I think it I think like like stars coming out of a character's head when it when that person is dazed. Yeah, I think I'm going to disagree with you a little bit there. I think I okay. have seen this before. I, I, I mean it, it's probably not as as strongly codified as a lot of other things uh-huh. in comics, but I think I've seen some 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 stuff like this. Okay, so here's my question for you. Yeah. If this is just a standard part of the cartoonist's lingua franca. Okay, I don't know. It's standard maybe a little, I, you know. Why have we been talking? Franca. Why have we been talking about it for 15 minutes? We've never seen it. As in, if okay. it yeah. Number one, this episode is not 15 minutes long yet, is it? I, it feels as if it is. I've only been recording for 27 minutes. <laughs> yeah, I know a we had, lot of, lot we of had that'll an, get cut out. A lot of that'll get cut out. We had an extensive pre-roll. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we had to talk about Berkey and conservatism. <laughs> That's true. We did. 
Yeah, Why? That, that's look, look. That's probably in the uh, Patreon bonus content by now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Bonus content. Yeah. Being Edmund Burke, you're gonna want to <laughs> gonna want to join our Patreon to hear being Edmund Burke. All right. In the second panel, Garfield turns off the alarm clock, gets halfway up in bed, and thinks at the camera. I love to wake up early. That's the voice he thinks it in too. Is that the is that the voice of Garfield? I think so. Yeah, it's it's basically a Barry White voice. <laughs> it's it's, um, it's it's a little bit. Of, it's a little Barry White. I love to wake up early, <laughs> girl. Girl, you get, know it's true. Lasagna. I just can't get enough of you. Um. So Gar in panel three, Garfield turns goes, into a covered wagon. Turns into a covered wagon, and he crosses the American frontier, <laughs> bringing with him enlightenment and civilization to the the areas of darkness and heathen. Um, <laughs> what a, liberty what, lighting what a, the way of what a the strange place. To the hardy <laughs> pioneer. In the third panel, Garfield manifests destiny. <laughs> <laughs> He's 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 manifesting the fuck out of that <laughs> he destiny. He really is. Oh god. Oh, John, here's 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 my question for you. What is what is this hardy pioneer I cat? I would love to hear this. What is this hardy pioneer cat going to do in the 1890s when the frontier closes? Going to have to get Frederick Jackson Turner on the line to describe this Garfield. Um I, I don't I I feel like I need to commend you on that reference, but I don't get it. Come on, famous historian Frederick Jackson Turner. I commend uh, you on that reference. Author Chris. of uh, The Influence of the Frontier on American History. Um, okay. Uh, Alexis de Tocqueville. Okay, John, two things. Two things. <laughs> okay. Number one, in panel three, Garfield brings his head back under the blankets, goes back to sleep, I guess, and thinks... The earlier you set your alarm, the longer you can oversleep. Okay, is number two the correct pronunciation of Alexis de Tocqueville? No, number two was going to be more <laughs> stuff about Frederick Jackson Turner, who, <laughs> I guess, has gone out of fashion and people don't really uh, buy his thesis any longer. But I have to tell you this, John. He was a delightful prose stylist. He had that going for him. He definitely had a if thesis. If nothing else. He had a thesis. You know how I know that? How? Because I mentioned his thesis? No, oh, no okay. because of Google autocomplete. Again. <laughs> Jackson Turner, the further suggested completion is thesis. <laughs> and John, John, thesis is the correct form of that word. He basically just had one, and he wrote like 20 books with the same thesis. He did oh, not yeah. have theses. That was back in the day when, as right. a historian, to get tenure, you could basically just write one thing. Yeah. I kind of feel like Jared Diamond is doing that. I I agree, but mainly because I have only read one of his books. Oh, yeah? I'm just going to assume the others are the same. I'm going to guess that it was Guns, Germs, and Steel. It, that you are correct. It yeah. was Guns, Germs. You know what? I think I, I read the chimpanzee one as well. Oh, the is that the Naked Ape? No. It was, is had, that him? Had, chimpanzee in the title naked ape is a different one naked ape i feel like is an older book oh that's, and, De that's desmond morris and Wait, john i've, it's I've a, never it's read a, that it's a very sexy title 
Okay, yeah. what? But which one am I thinking of? Wait, are we are we just naming just, Jared Diamond we're, books we're, now? We're just, yes, you we're thinking of collapse? Jared. Are you thinking of collapse? No, collapse is the one I was going to suggest that you read because I actually I think it's better than Guns, Germs, and Steel. I feel like I have a copy of Collapse sitting around and have had it for over ten years and haven't got around to reading it. You, well, maybe I, you're thinking of because are you thinking it. of the world until yesterday? No, I haven't read that one. I, I was going to say that's funny because I read it over ten years ago and I don't know if it holds up. <laughs> You know, a lot of advancements in the field of anthropology in the last 10 years. Oh, God. Oh, anthropology, John, is trucking along. Don't get... Look. Look, here's some advice for you, John. Here's some free advice for you. Don't fucking step out in front of anthropology, because it will run you down. It is trucking along so admirably. No, it is the third chimpanzee. Yeah. No, the field of anthropology is advancing... Like a fucking like a snowplow through the snow. Um, hmm. I feel like you hosted, and you should end this this episode. Ooh, he's got one coming out this month. That's great. That's it's called great. Upheaval. Upheaval. That's an exciting title. It does. I'm it it does seem. It does kind of seem like they're all kind of like barking up the same tree, doesn't it? I mean, you know, you you you, you gotta feel bad for the these guys. Like like you write you write a pretty good book. I, I like Jared Diamond, all right? Yeah, I do too. Yeah. And then, you know, people are like, oh, what's the next one about? Yeah. And you'd be like, well, I don't know. I'm out of ideas. Yeah, it's kind of more of the same. You like yeah. that, right? Yeah. Yeah. The World Until Yesterday sounds a lot like uh, 1491. I read at least the first 20 pages of The World of, Until Yesterday. Yeah. And it, clearly it did not hold my interest because I didn't read the rest, but I, it seemed fine. Never got Chris, around to reading 1491. Chris, in the third panel, Garfield, as he manifests destiny. All, okay, go on. Did you did you read the dialogue? Because I didn't. yes, yeah, no, I read it. I I described panel three, but I was hoping you would go on about Garfield manifesting destiny. I was enjoying that bit. I mean, there's nothing more to say about it. That's I mean, what he's it's what he's doing. I feel like the fact th- that I feel like John. I feel like the fact that the background. Mm-hmm. is a nice wash from sort of a rose at the bottom to a mauve at the top. It yeah. suggests a sunrise, as if, you know, Garfield, mm. which I know it's morning, whatever. Well, it's morning but, in America. Yeah, well, that's it. Yeah. Garfield, the hearty, hearty, pine, covered wagon pioneer cat, is, you know, bringing the light of the, the light of civilization to the heathen masses of India. Garfield is a shining city on the hill. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's a cat. He's not a city. Uh, agree to disagree. <laughs> he's a he's a teeming metropolis, John. Garfield You've been is a listening teeming to metropolis. Jim Davis, the podcast that finds the human interest in the grim, unending tale of woe that pours from the wounded heart of the heartless metropolis. You can support the show by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. Yep. When I visit our website, I'll tell you why. Not really that much on it. True. But if you do choose to, you can click that link up in the upper right that says host our podcast. Come on the show. You know, Everything you're saying, do, do what we're doing now. Either is true or is not. I'm not listening. It's tremendous fun. You can also follow us on Twitter if you want. Yep. Catchphrase sign off. Thanks for listening and good night. Good night. Good night.
This podcast was brought to you by the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. Like what you just heard? Support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. And while you're at it, check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows.